Hi, you're listening to Your Wellness with Lisa Lounsbury. In this episode, I talk with Sherry Tomchik, founder of Plan A Long-Term Care Staffing and Recruitment, and StaffStat. Sherry shares with us the significance of prioritizing the support of the most vulnerable population, especially during a pandemic, and how her vision has created a positive impact on providing quality health care in the long-term care sector. She is also very candid about her own journey to personal wellness and how she has learned to balance it all. All that and more on your wellness. Hi, and I'm excited to introduce my next guest to the show, Sherry Tomchik. Sherry has been a great friend of mine. We consider each other business best friends, so BBFs. We've known each other since we both launched our business um, quite a while ago now. So Sherry, welcome to the show. Lisa, I'm really excited to be here today. Thank you. Now let's learn a little bit more about you. So tell us about about what you do and how you are changing the world of long-term care. Ah, great question. So I consider myself a bit of a long-term care staffing strategist. And so I own two companies. One is called Plan A, Long-Term Care Staffing and Recruitment. And the second one is called StaffStat. And when you marry these two companies, what you end up with is a interesting way to keep our long-term care sector staffed. So with a really strong brand and a really a large focus on taking care of the people who take care of our most vulnerable people. We've created a brand about giving our frontline workers uh, the best job ever. And our, our app, which is called StaffStat, allows people to go to work in places that they want to work when they want to work without being inundated by calls or pressures from us uh, to go to work. It's kind of an Uber model. Uh, we are presently looking after 281 long-term care homes across this province with our strategy. And uh, just, just last week, we covered 2,152 shifts in long-term care homes without picking up the phone once. So we're having a tremendous amount of success. And uh, COVID has really shown us that Canada needs more of planning. What I think is fascinating, Sherry, is you saw a problem and you found the solution, then you built the solution and now you're executing it. So I think it's brilliant. And I think the timing couldn't have been better. You, you placed yourself the right place at the right time to support our seniors and to move forward with your, your app as well. Now, tell me, where did that all, where did that inspiration come from? Like, how did it all start? Okay, well, I don't know how much time you have for me, but I will t- take you a little bit um, back. Um, and, you know, I, I, I often quote Steve Jobs, you can't connect the dots looking forward. And when I look backwards, I can see how all these dots came to life for me. So it initially started when I was in Toronto studying nursing. And that is the first time that I was introduced to the whole concept of a staffing agency being born and living in Northern Ontario, we didn't have a healthcare staffing uh, company here. So uh, while I was um, finishing up my nursing program, I remember our teacher, our, you know, one of our last classes before we went out for our final preceptorship, letting us know how exciting our new nursing career would be. And she was telling us that we could work in acute care or we could work in education or we could work in long-term care. 
or you could work for the agency. And the way she said it, it really showed that she didn't have a lot of respect for this agency idea. And I remember thinking, ooh, like, what is this agency you talk about? So that was my first introduction to, to what an agency was. Uh, fast forward, I moved back to Northern Ontario, um, spent a small time in the acute care sector, not really finding my groove yet. And then that's when I had the opportunity to coordinate a personal support worker program. Well, back then, what we were doing was gearing our PSWs up to be prepared to work in the long-term care sector. So part of my position entailed me going to different long-term care homes to arrange for placements for my students. So in I walk into this uh, long-term care home one day and I see this adorable older little lady with her panties down to her to her ankle so you can imagine she's completely exposed and then I saw somebody in scrubs walk by her and then I saw somebody else in scrubs walk by her so I walked up to her I kind of shifted her pants back up I looked up I saw that director of first impressions and I was thinking to myself and I still remember this like it was yesterday well that's not a very good first impression so I went into that office started chatting with that individual and I said what's going on here today and I was explaining who I was and she she said to me well we're in plan c today and I said, what does that even mean? We're in plan C today. So she went on to explain to me that, you know, whenever they are down staff, they have to, they have to move their, their assignments around. And that sometimes people could be in charge of looking after 18 residents, one person. And I remember saying her, to her after she told me about plan C, well, how are we going to keep these people in planning? Walked away. So that's my second dot. Um, then what happened to me was I taught the PSWs 13, 14 classes, courses, and, and I was, I, I wasn't an entrepreneur at the time I was, I was one in hiding, but I didn't know I was one yet. And I was starting to get bored. And I thought I'm going to try to make my my own company. And uh, that is really how planning started. Um, but uh, what happened is I had to spend all my time down the list phoning for people to fill shifts. And I knew that I couldn't go anywhere doing that. I got I got really bored of that very fast, hired a staff, then two of us were calling down the list. So we, you know, it really didn't change our, our ability to, uh, you know, help more homes. And that's when we had the idea to build the app. And I remember saying to Melanie Mori, who was now the CEO of Staff Stat at the time, there's got to be a better way to do this. There's just got to be a better way to do this. And we started doing a little bit of market research, found nothing like we were trying to create, created the app, what was initially called the uh, Plan A Easy Scheduler, which makes still makes me laugh, still makes me giggle. And, uh, and that's kind of how it came to be. And, uh, it, you know, it, it kind of, in essence, it's, it's a bit of a um, Uber model for the long-term care sector. Now, with that genius marriage of the two businesses, how has that helped the long-term care center in the past 12 months? Well, like I said, last week alone, we covered 2,152 shifts without picking up the phone. So if I can backtrack, um, you know, what happened was, like I said earlier, Canada needed more of, of Plan A, Ontario needed more of Plan A, and we were getting the opportunity to grow, but we really didn't have the capacity. And that's when we turned to a franchise model with our business. So um, what we do have is 27 locations now, and what and and having that in place before COVID hit had was was such superb 
foresight and planning. And while we could have never, never anticipated a pandemic, we were ready for it. We were ready for it. And I'm certain our partners will tell you that it is these 27 locations, um, our pool of way over a thousand staff and our app that has really helped us to keep our homes um, on top of their own, their own needs of staffing. Well, I want to congratulate you formally for being in the right place at the right time and really taking this on and and working through all of the challenges and all the things that needed to happen to, again, care for our seniors. So congratulations. It was brilliant that you had the foresight and just managing through this past year has been incredible. Now, going through all of these challenges and pivots and successes, and what have you been doing personally to maintain your personal health and wellness? Because you're a busy lady, but how do you make it all work and keep your own health in check? That's a really good question. And, you know, I'm glad you brought it up because earlier you mentioned that we connected over starting our businesses and my business has been uh, going for 11 years now. And, you know, it used to be the mentality, you got to work hard, work hard, work hard, work harder, work harder. Now, I'm not going to say I don't work hard, you know, especially when COVID first hit, it was you know, I, I could be Zooming and talking to our team and working for, for 14 to 16 hours a day. So, I mean, it is heavy work. The things that have allowed me to stay strong mentally, physically, emotionally through all, all of it, throughout it all, has been um, really because I've been touched by people like yourself that have made me understand that self-care is real, wellness is real. And if you do want to reach a certain level of excess, success, it really starts with you. My whole vision now is built on self-care. And that again is because I've met people like you and our mission has actually radically changed this year to be the company that takes care of the people that take care of our most vulnerable people. So it starts with me. So if I'm not taking care of myself, how do I take care of the people under my leadership? So it is those things that we talk about, like going to bed, getting some sleep. Um, you know, it's the first time in my life that I, I mean, I've heard it a million times. Oh, exercise, <laughs> reduce stress, exercise. Yeah, yeah, it does. But then when COVID came on, the, um, you know, the stress was, was enormous. It was, you know, again, over 200 homes, almost 300 homes, depending on us, owners looking at me to lead, to tell them what needs to be done in a, in a, in a pandemic, which I had never lived through before. There was no, there was no playbook. So, so while we were making it up, along the way, I knew I had to keep myself excited, motivated, focused. And so, um, you know, going for walks, for example, you know, I never, I would go for a walk before for, for exercise to get, to get the energy. I could actually feel the stress coming down from getting outside. And, you know, I would walk around my whole town and it would sit there. I'm like, well, I need another walk around that town. <laughs> so, you know, I actually saw that um, healthy eating, you know, when you're that busy, you don't, you have to eat for energy, right? So, you know, making sure that I have tons of vegetables, tons of fruit, tons of nuts, tons of lean protein ready to go. That was really what helped me through the six, the first six months, because I'd go, I, I, I would call it under a rock. I'd get under the rock and get focused and I could open, look up and I would be here for nine hours. So you can imagine I'd be starving. I'd be, I could go in the fridge and that was ready to, for me to, to eat. And then this thing, this phone, you know, this, this is a never ending job taking care of our seniors. There's 30 years of, of our, our oldest of our baby boomers um, retiring and aging. So the amount of work we have will never, never, never go away. So my whole focus is on 
doing the best you can for, and, and I mean, I say 16 hours because I'm because I'm the president, but for our staff, do the best you can for eight hours, put it away, eight hours of work, eight hours of play, eight hours of rest, right? And I try to practice that as much as I can, because how do I tell you to do it if I'm not doing it? So again, I, I, I the whole entire um, vision is now based on self-care. I take care of me. I take care of the people under my leadership. So they take care of the people under their leadership. And then those people take care of our frontline heroes. Absolutely, Sherry. Well said. Well said. And I, and you do take good care of your health. I've been able to watch you, your journey and watch you grow and watch you learn how to make self-care important because you, you've been doing so much for your business and growing and learning how to support your staff and, and your franchisees. And now you're across the country and doing such amazing work. I'm, I'm very proud of what you've accomplished professionally. And now personally, you know, you, you've never looked so healthy and fit. And I'm, uh, I'm glad to see that, that, that moving forward for you. During the pandemic, we've heard lots of challenges, but let's let's flip it a little bit and share with me maybe one blessing that has unfolded for you over this past year. Well, I can't I can't share the blessing without sharing the radical pivot that we had to do first. And you know, when this this all started, um, we like I mentioned before, we were moving people all over the the province, and that came to a radical stop when the government said that there was no more moving between different uh, long term care homes. And that was pretty hard for us because we lost about thirty five percent of our frontline staff right off the hop. And but what happened as a result? is we had to pivot. Um, we had to come together as a team. Uh, we had to get the ideas that I couldn't be the only, only, I couldn't be a dictator, right? I had all these people that needed to put their, their ideas into it. But once we figured it out, what happened was not only did our our business model become more solid than ever. Our, our foundation is stronger than ever, but our team has become closer and more connected than ever. So if I can say one, one real gift is that we are flying in formation or what we like to call it is we've got all hearts on deck in our team right now. And when that happens, when all hearts are on deck, that is when you see true magic. All hearts on deck. That's beautiful. That's awesome. I love Thank it. Thank you. <laughs> now, as we wrap up, Sherry, what are you now? We're not really going to return to normal on the outs on the other end of this pandemic. Maybe when our movement is more relaxed and we're able to get out and do more of the things that maybe we're craving. Do you have something specific that you're looking forward to? Yes, I am. First of all, I'm I cannot wait to get together with some of my family again. I miss my sister and my niece so much. So having the chance to get and to see some people again is huge. My family, my little family of my daughter and my husband, we have the travel bug and we have missed the opportunities to plan adventures and explore different areas. So that will be a big one. And then after that, it's a professional focus, and it's really working with the province to help them with the iron ring they want to put around our seniors, um, trying to inspire people to, to, to take pit stops and pit stop careers in long-term care, um, bring back the nobility of the type of work we do, and bring value back into caring for people again. And in other countries, that's what happens, right? We look after our elderly right till the end, 
in Canada, I think we could do, I think we could do better. And now that we know better, we must do better. Now that we know better. Well, I am, like I said, I'm very proud of all of your accomplishments. Taking care of our seniors is something I think we just have to do. And you, you're, you're fine. You found that, that loophole and you're filling it and you're doing fantastic work for our seniors. We're going to be seniors once Sherry. And I, I hope by then, um, things will just be promising, hopeful, and a kind place to grow old in. So I'm, I appreciate your time for uh, talking to me today and keep doing what you're doing because you, you're on a roll and um, I'm, I'm honored to call you my business best friend. So thank you so much, Sherry. Thank you so much for having me, Lisa. 